This, 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 this is mythical. This episode of Ear Biscuits is brought to you by Amazon Alexa Skills. Find your favorite skills today. Just say, Alexa, what are your popular skills on any Alexa-enabled device? Welcome to Ear Biscuits, I'm Rhett. And I'm Link. This week at the round table of dim lighting, I'm speaking in a lower register because I'm sick, man. I feel like I should have a mask on. I feel I got, like I should. I think you should too, dude. Mm. I mean. I'm trapped in a small room with you. Well, it's not the bubonic plague, it's just a cold, but I mean. Might as well be, man. I don't want the you cold, to get it. Colds are horrible. I had to lay out this morning. You went by the pool. sunbathing? <laughs> I had to lay out of work, man. You didn't notice me missing? Oh, you know what? <laughs> I got so much done. So I just came in here. <laughs> Trying to figure just, that out. Just to do this. Today we're gonna be talking about, what's the question? Man, this is not a good sign for me. Should the I'm 90s. Sounded, my, my, my voice is sounding low and my brain is is not on go. It's well, gotta go into D. That's what switch it into D. Drive. Uh, should the 90s come back? Should the 90s come back? Lando gave me this cold, man. And I'm like, I got home last night. I'm like, I feel like just straight up dookie. Mm-hmm. Shepard's got a cold. They must have cohorted. Who got it from who? Is well, he I, better? Who, I got it from Lando. Is, Le, is Lando better? I said, Lando, how long did it take you to get over your cold? Because he is better. He was like two days to two and a half days. Well, he's like, like he's my doctor. Shepard still has it. So Shepard Lando is frequently cold. Oh, he, he gets viral. cold all the time. He's a viral dude. But Lando gave it. Shepard catches everything, but if he's getting over it, Lando gave it to Shepard. So. Lando is patient zero. Well, I think, you know. I, <laughs> the cold originated with him. This in a weird way at least parallels our conversation today because I think. Trends spread like viruses? Well, no, well, okay that, but also our kids. You, I start to observe, thing about, observe things about fashion choices, entertainment choices, life choices that my kids are making and I'm like scratching my head and I'm realizing, man, the 90s are coming back. They may already be back. Hold on to your seats. Is that a good idea? How do how do we feel about it? I lived it, brother. I lived it, boy. <laughs> Listen to me. Bo, I lived it, Bo. This is how I talked when I was living it. And you you also <laughs> taught, that, you were telling me that you thought, you taught that to Shepherd, right? I t no, so my nephews who still live in North Carolina who do not sound like rednecks at all, do have friends who do sound like rednecks and apparently still use the word bow because they regularly go into these accents where they use the term bow and so he hung out with my And we nephews. should clarify what bow is. It's just a all-encompassing term for just another dude. <laughs> a friend. Yeah. Like a an, a friendly male acquaintance. It's, it's like dude. It's like dude. And uh, it's like bro. In fact, and like the West Coast surfer Shepherd says it vernacular. so often that I, t I told you this, I haven't told the I mean, This is like grade school stuff for us to call each other Bo. Um, so we went, I went to a couple of weeks ago, like when Shepherd was starting school, I went to this uh, like orientation thing in his classroom. classroom. You've already given me the cold. Look at my throat is already closing yeah, up. It happens. This is psychosomatic. <laughs> yes, of course, <clears throat> it's you, of course it is. Mm. Oh man, I'm just, you're too close to me. Just speak that way. It's Speak in a way that doesn't propel a lot out of your mouth. <laughs> speak in a quiet way, like that way. 
just if you could just just kind of keep the germs. Do you want me to speak <laughs> while inhaling? <laughs> yes, me. Do the whole podcast. I will do the whole podcast while inhaling. While inhaling. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Now I'm. Caught. Oh gosh, it backfired. If you want to hear more of that bit, all you need to do is watch the episode of Good Mythical Morning where you got the bee I beard. got the bee beard. That's my that's my favorite part of that video. They're backwards talking. Is I'm the, not even going to do is it. Is the improvisational backwards speaking because. We just got such a kick out of that because we didn't know we had never done it. it was we didn't a, know it was, was going to happen. Moment of pure invention, unadulterated discovery. So Shepard, but I am going to do it the rest of this podcast. <laughs> You're going to make yourself sick, sicker, <laughs> man. You're sucking in more stuff from the from the world. I could be in. I could be in the next Marvel movie as like a villain. I mean, I know you auditioned for one and yeah, know, all that jazz. I know, I know the woman. Like, in charge of that. When I go in for an audition, I'm just going to speak like this. And the funny thing is, you have to kind of explain. I, the cool thing about that is, I'm sucking in the whole time. <laughs> I know that it may not be. So evident to you when you listen I, to me. I don't think that that helps any sport sort of audition. <laughs> to, no, no, no. To, to have to explain if the you get close, physics, you can actually feel the, the biology ne- of the it. negative pressure of my voice. Okay, so go she- get new clothes. You get sucked okay. into my <laughs> gullet. I'm still on a tangent about Shepard, so you can't go on another tangent within the tangent because we got to get back to the '90s. Because we have a whole list of things from the '90s that we're going to yeah. decide individually if they should be but brought back. I cannot, and you might disagree. I'm not going to continue without finishing the story. Please, I don't want um, you to. So he wrote this thing. He was supposed to fill out this thing that he like writes a note to the parents. So when the parents come to the orientation that he was not present for, you can like sit down at his desk and read this thing that he wrote the parents. Okay. Us yeah. being the parents. Mm-hmm. And in, in, it, in this little blank sheet of paper, it said, hey mom and dad, hey mom and dad, Bo. <laughs> How do you spell it? B-O. And he was like, Bo, I don't know what we're supposed to be doing right now, Bo. But uh, <laughs> kind of seems like a waste of time to me, Bo. <laughs> but Bo, just as long as you read this, Bo, and he just went on and on and just kept using Bo, and then he called himself Shep Bo as, as like his his sign off. It sounds like something we would have written in each other's yearbooks. Exactly. In I was like, this is so reminiscent of the way that that we would have decided to do something, and I never. Really, I, I didn't send that stuff to my parents. I would, I would send it never. To you. I would never cut up like that with my parents. But like, it's, my, a, it's my, a different my, generation, my, man. My comedy aesthetic back. was totally secret from my family. For, well, for the most part, they would get reports from like principals and other people in authority. Yeah, I mean, and we had a lot. We had a good time in my family, but I couldn't call my dad Bo. No, that wouldn't have worked. Um, Bo knows. Bo knows. Get, that is a nineties mm-hmm. thing. Bo Jackson. I had. I why. Well, I did have those those cross trainers are both. Yeah, you have them now. Crap, I totally forgot. You rebought those. I'm I'm contributing to the resurgence of the '90s. Why? I think we'll need to get into that in a little bit. But where where do you want to start? Uh, well, I've known that it's been happen. I know I've known that it's going to happen, and I've seen little, you know, pieces of evidence here and there that it's happening. You can tell by the tone of my voice that I'm not super excited about this. We'll get into the psychology of that, but the the moment that really hit home for me was about a year ago. I am wearing a hoodie, a hoodie that you have seen if you have watched many episodes of Good Mythical Morning. What, it, it what is color a, is it? It is a navy hoodie um, that I have. It's like a tight fitting 
hoodie from the company uh, Publish. And um, okay, whatever. And uh, it's like like a, it's like a cool a cool brand. Okay. And um, and I have worn it a bunch. We'll probably show. We'll, we'll we can cut if you're if you're watching. We'll cut to a picture of it right now. Here it is. Uh, but anyway, I've always thought you look pretty good in that hoodie, Rhett. As I step outside of myself and observe myself, and uh, that's why I've worn it often. So I I come downstairs with this hoodie on and. Lot kind of looks at me and snickers. <laughs> now I've worn this hoodie in his presence before, but you got to realize he's you know he's fourteen now. He's, um, he's a freshman in high school. You know he's he's in the big leagues. He's becoming a man, and uh, he's like, Dad, why is your hoodie so tight? <laughs> and I happen to notice that as he said this, he was wearing a hoodie. Oh, and his hoodie, in sharp contrast, was not tight was not tight at all. In fact, I don't believe that any part of the hoodie was actually in contact with his body. <laughs> whereas whereas my hoodie was in full contact with every part of me. You're saying that his hoodie operated covering. like a bounce house, like it's it was, got it's got like a, a blower hooked up to the back of it. It was more like it was being magnetically like oh, repulsed from his body. We're talking like a monorail system here. Yeah, but I mean, kind of like a like a bounce house, infl inflated. Uh, I guess it was. It must have been touching him in certain places, like the shoulders. It has to drape from something. <laughs> but uh, if you could see like points of contact, what was your response? Uh, I just said, I was like, this this hoodie's cool, man. <laughs> in <laughs> the in most that, defensive and, tone and, ever. And in that moment, I realized you've lost. I was wrong. I knew I was wrong. I was like, as I was saying that, I was like. Oh, I have become, I have become Dated. a dad, oh. and I and I am a dad. Have been a dad for quite some time. It's funny that you've had children for um, thirteen years. <laughs> the moment I became a dad, when I knew I was a dad, dad was then <laughs> fourteen years in. <laughs> uh, yeah, fourteen. But because because I, I and I assume that you think the same way. We tend to think of ourselves as being somewhat impervious to. Uh, becoming the dad, like you know, I mean, I, I because we do what we do for a living, we end up we dress in ways that are more. I don't want to use the term boyish, but I could say more youthful, Tren trendy than maybe other dads that are trendy. Our, our, you know, our kids' friends' dads. I, I, our, our sense of style is not defined. It, it's still, it's still something that we define. It's not something that a lot of people when they get to be dad age or whatever, they've moved on in their life. They're wearing the clothes that they have for the most part. And it's not about style anymore. It's not about style or they're not on the street, man. They're not They're not hopping down the street. They're in a cubicle or some other yeah. legitimate environment right. and they that we are not in. They go straight from their homes to the cubicle, never get on the street at all. Right. They Isn't teleport. They teleport directly to the cubicles. Like I like to picture us on still on the street. Sure, we're forty, hmm. but we're out not for long. <laughs> we're out trotting around on the street. I see like hopscotch on the street, and I'm like, I'm gonna take a second and do this hopscotch. Like yeah. that's how I see myself. I'm a guy street stuff. I'm a guy who'll just get into street stuff, like hopping on one leg in public, <laughs> hopscotch. When was guy. the last time you saw hopscotch? Hopscotch. <laughs> Hopscotch on the sidewalk, or like that doesn't happen in this town. Or like if a hydrant, okay, now bursts, you're talking. Now and you're now talking. I like I'm gonna go for a, I'm gonna go for a swim. 
I've never seen I'm gonna go that. for an impromptu I've swim. I've never seen But I like to think of myself that as that type of vibe, man. Yeah. I'm a I'm a forty year old trapped in just a this, I'm just like a street walker, man. But have you not also I think I misused that term, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and I, I just decided to move beyond it. Um, I'm a street swimmer. Street swimmer. Hopscotcher. Have you not also thought. A trendy daddy. That, you, that at some <laughs> point you can't keep holding on to this thread, you know what I'm saying? Like at some point you're gonna have to quit trying to be relevant and then you go into some sort of now I'm old man cool. There's a transition and w when he said that thing about my hoodie, I was like, is this the first signal that I need to begin transitioning into just old man cool? Hell so, no, no, you need to try harder, man. That's yeah, my thing. No, 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 but at some point it becomes. It could. Ridiculous. Well. And I, I believe that, I, for me, I believe that the next 10 years of my life, my 40s will be, it, when I'm 50, I'm gonna be like Jeff Goldblum. You you just wait. Yes. When I'm fifty, he's still incredibly cool, but he's not trendy. He's not. He, he wouldn't. He wouldn't wear, wear a Gucci tracksuit. <laughs> no, he's not going to wear a Gucci tracksuit. I don't know. And I, I don't think he would wear. Don't know. I don't think he would wear a hoodie at all. I think he would wear it for comedic effect, and we might very well do that too. I totally relate to this. Last night, I was actually wearing this shirt. Listen, I'm going to admit it. I put. I left the office yesterday. And for some Admit it. confluence of circumstances, I changed my shirt right before I left to get off my back and I put this one on. I get home, I get in my pajamas because I feel like crap. Mm -hmm. And then I get up this morning, I'm like I gotta put on something else, put this shirt back on because I've only worn it for literally two and a half uh, hours. You're gonna be sick longer. Mm, you put on a sick no. shirt? Oh gosh, no, yeah, that's no. bad. I don't know if that's science. But it's not, so but. comfortable. Um, I will describe this shirt. It is a gray sweatshirt with nothing printed on it, and lo and behold, no sleeves. Well, no, there are sleeves. Yeah, well, it has short sleeves. Yeah. Depends it, on your definition of sleeves. It, it has sleeves that go to my bicep, and then it's fringed as if it has been modified. Mm -hmm. um, it was cut, but cut by a machine. You know what I'm saying? And on purpose. As of, I mean, Two weeks ago, I never would have worn this shirt. I have what, to. What has happened in the past two weeks? What kind, you got sick? <laughs> well, um, Daniel bought this shirt for me. Right. You know, Daniel buys some clothes for us. Like, here's the thing: I, y you hate. We both hate shopping so badly mm -hmm. that here I am stepping into something that I thought I didn't want to talk about. That yeah, I got. We got people who buy clothes for us sometimes. <laughs> Not all of our clothes, but all right. It's. It, it happens, and he like rolls in with his shirt, and I'm like, I just ca I can't, I cannot go into a it's public place and try to try on stuff because, You're not that anybody cares, but I'm just too big of a douche for that. I hate it so bad. I would wear. I've got this. I've got this tension in my life. Well, I'm gonna get to the tension later. For now, I just want to say that teaser. I got this shirt. I'm wearing it last night. I have to take Lincoln to sign up for his basketball league. And we're walking in and I'm like, he gets out of the car first, he's walking ahead of me and I'm thinking about this shirt. Pretty self-conscious. <laughs> and I, I'm like, Lincoln. He turns around. I'm like, what do, you, what do you think of my shirt? Oh, you okay, you asked him. Walked right into it. And he was like, I could tell he was assessing how tight it was or 
if it said champion anywhere on it, mm-hmm. you know, the the indications of coolness in his mind, I guess. Um, and he said, it's cool. <laughs> then he turned around and we kept walking. I was like, all right. Okay, you, you got know, it. I felt the, ex- I felt the opposite of you because he could have said it's cool, but it it doesn't work for you. Mm. You're too dad, mm. but he didn't say that. So mm. I, I do feel like our kids are certainly a catalyst in us considering this thing that is happening. Well, I will say and that I am surprised. So be, I, I never would have worn this. So here, here, here's how I would evaluate your approach. Also, Stevie said she liked. She said that's a good shirt, and, and Stevie I'm like, knows what's cool. I mean, she, you know. So here, she's a beacon of this coolness is how for I've, me. I've kind of understood your fashion instincts. Um, you would be the one who would be would more readily embrace a trend. So like as pants continue to get skinnier and skinnier, you went to the skinny jeans before I did. However, there are yeah. a, there's a certain number of things in which you draw a very stark line mm-hmm. and I would have guessed that this would have been one of the places that you drew a line. This, cause it's like, but but I think it's happening and this, again, I'm just evaluating as an outside observer, is that you know that the things that you have enjoyed and the trends that you've embraced, which kind of represent more of the 80s, which is the tighter stuff, mm-hmm. that's not a sustainable thing. Just like my hoodie, it has to release. There's a contraction, release. 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 There, release is, 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 the, is the correct term though, because it got tight and now it needs to release. Oh, Expansion yeah. and contraction, you know? And, and so I think that this is expanding. The hoodies are expanding, yeah, and you're doing something that's uncomfortable because I would never wear that shirt that Mark I saw Markiplier wearing like a few weeks ago. It was a sweatshirt. It was sleeveless, but they they cut off the sleeves, but they didn't cut off the hood. Yeah, it was a it was like, a sleeveless hoodie. That's where I'm now drawing the line. I can have half a sleeve, no hood, but I can't have a hood and no sleeve at all. Is like, that is that trendy or is that just something Markiplier just did? Uh, I don't, I don't feel equipped to make that decision. It's out there. He he didn't he didn't make that sweatshirt. He didn't alter one. I don't, uh, I don't it's think pr- it's pretty easy to make one. All you gotta do is cut the sleeves off a hoodie. It requires scissors. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he's allowed to have those. Mark. <laughs> um, okay. So we're gonna get in. Marky Mark did that. I feel like that. You feel like that's hey, a Marky I, I, Mark I'm thing. I'm sure that Marky Mark would have. Um, but again, Marky Mark is no longer. It's Mark it, Wahlberg. Yeah. He's a he's a he's a different person. Um, okay, so we're gonna get into that. We're gonna talk a little bit about the psychology of uh, trends and how they come back and in, in, in the life cycle of trends. And then we're actually gonna, like Link said, go through some things that are of the 90s that some of them may be back, some of them may be coming back and our unadulterated opinions about those things. Now, what would you have said? It, 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 so uh, there's some articles that talked about the, the life cycle of, of a trend and the resurgence of a trend. Uh-huh. What would you just before having looked at any of this information? What would you have said? How long it takes for something to come back? Well, when we were in college, like f- freshman year of college for us was ninety seven. Ninety six. We we were 90, yeah ninety six ninety seven yeah. We were into like vintage clothes from the seventies. Bell bottoms. So that's that's twenty. I mean. That's about 20 years actually. So I think that's how that's how I feel 
that's how I relate to what's happening is we all, I got my nanny to alter my pants to look like bell bottoms. Now we were in a band. She altered my pants to look like bell bottoms. And she altered yours. Because when you're in a, when you're in a band, you just have all the, one of my favorite parts about being in the band was the freedom associated with fashion expression. You didn't have to explain it was, yourself. Yeah, yeah You've got like, bleached hair, you've got bell bottoms. I'm on stage. Why? This is, this, who I'm, I, band, I'm, a, I'm a performer. Wax paper dogs with a Z, you haven't heard of us? I'm not just a student. I'm a performer. Right. Hello. I'm not just a normal person. Um, I and, couldn't do this if I was. So we would go to the thrift store and Again, I I don't think we went to the thrift thrift we went to the thrift store looking for those things, but it also so happened that those things were there. We would also buy collar, you know, and that that doesn't necessarily have to line up. We could say we wanted we thought it'd be cool to be in the seventies, but people have returned crap twenty years later. They finally were cleaning out their their house or their parents' house or however it works. And I I actually got a lot of stuff from my papa's closet, like sweaters and stuff like that. So it was a little nebulous, but it was, it's nothing you could get off a rack that centered on the 70s. So to answer your question. You would have said about 20 years. Just I, I would have said that, yeah. Well, I, I actually think that most of, most of the opinion out there is that it's, it's, it's between 20 and 30 and actually kind of pushing into 30. And I actually believe that that still is true. If you think about when it was cool to, to for us to wear, and again, People didn't, we were wearing like the ridiculous bell bottoms but like people were wearing like boot cut jeans was sort of the the way that the the trend of bell bottoms came back into jeans in the late 90s and early 2000s was boot cut. It wasn't bell bottoms necessarily. I mean, my wife had some like legitimate bell bottoms but everybody had boot cut jeans. Who, everybody who was anybody had boot cut jeans. Right. But that was actually, like bell bottoms were kind of, they were starting to come in in the late 60s, right? early 70s. So you could and argue they were that it's phasing out. So, and, and actually, so in this, this article uh, from a place, from a website, thepatterning.com, I hadn't heard of that before, from a guy named Patrick Metzger. He, ta- he calls it the 30 year cycle. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanna t- not just talk about clothes, but talking about media and specifically mm-hmm. film remakes. Um, but he thinks it takes about 30 years for a critical mass of consumers, like when you're young and you're a consumer of culture, to then become the creator of the products that are being consumed. And so on average it takes about, between 20 and 30 years for the critical mass to build so that you're beginning to put the stuff out there, you're in charge of what people are actually wearing and, and you're, you're ta- designing it you're taking, or you're writing that screenplay. You're taking cues from your childhood. Your childhood and your experience. Which kind of helps to explain Okay. It kind of helps to explain Stranger Things. So if you want to talk about something that is you know, a, a incredibly successful show yeah. that everybody knows about that you it's very rare to find somebody who says, I didn't like Stranger Things. Like most, everybody enjoyed it to some degree. I have to assume that the Duffer brothers, the creators of Stranger Things were as kids watched E.T. and everything else that was referenced. In well, okay, so this is, according to this guy, Patrick, this is a list of things sort of referenced and pulled on and put on screen 
in Stranger Things. Like, are there spoiler alerts? Because I'm <clears throat> sorry to admit, I for some reason I didn't. I'm not caught up on season two. No, no, no. I'm not going to talk about anything specific to uh, Stranger Things. My whole family watched it in two days, and I missed it. But this is just a list, and I'm going to. And, and the time frame is actually going to go from 42 years to 30 years. But okay, so. Dungeons and Dragons tabletop game, which came out in '74. That's 42 years ago. But was still ubiquitous. Uh, but it actually reached, ago. you know, popularity in the late '70s, early '80s. So it's really closer to 30 years. Close. These are just different movies, and you can. I, we're not going to go into a- analyzing this. Close Encounters of the Third Kind, '77. Uh, Alien, '79. E.T. '82. The Thing, '82. Poltergeist, '82. Firestarter, '84. Nightmare on Elm Street, '84. Explorers, '85. I'm sorry, I don't know what Explorers is. Ethan Hawke film. Okay, Ethan Hawke, okay. Uh, the Goonies, 85, and Stand By Me, 86. I love Ethan Hawke, man. I'd go back and watch that just because I love that guy. They build a spaceship and they go in their backyard and then they go to outer space. They build a spaceship, well don't spoil it. They build a spaceship in their backyard and they go to outer space. He so did. these. Then they all die. Yeah, I don't, so, know, I, yeah. I don't know what happens. So the Duffer brothers are enjoying all this stuff, obviously. And, and now they're in a position to say, hey, I can, I can write something. And it, the fascinating thing is that the way that our kids enjoyed Stranger Things without knowing any of the references, you know, it's, I, I think that's a testimony to how well made it was, that it, you don't have to know those things, you don't have to be, you know, 40, or however old they are. And, um, and again, that's the 80s. Uh, it is, but it's also happening but we're, with but the 90s. We are in the transition. Right, I, I, we're, it's, it's, you know, it's. There's no science to this. There's all kinds of reasons why that they happen, but we're kind of in that point where, and I think about the way that I think about it as, I'm, I'm kind of a, a child of the '80s and the '90s because that my, my childhood and like adolescence sort of comprises the '80s and '90s. So when I think about the '80s and the '80s fashion and the pieces of '80s fashion that I've kind of embraced the easiest thing that was kind of an extreme thing that I would have never anticipated 12, 13 years ago. Skinny jeans, right? We've already talked about it. Yeah, but From, you, I mean me, t-shirts and like a members only jacket. Like I owned a members only jacket since since college. I've, I, I bought the one that I still have, that baby blue jacket at that thrift store, the one thrift store behind the Bojangles that we'd always go to. You remember right. that one? We got everything from that one thrift store. Well, and. Well, the reason I use the and yeah, you're right about the 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 jacket, but I I'm I'm specifically kind of zeroing in on the skinny jeans because it's okay. such a it's first of all it's still kind of polarizing. There are people who definitely did not come along with us on along that, and we and we, even to this day we still get people making fun of us wearing skinny jeans. It's get it's a little old at this point, but it, I don't do I mean you I still don't wear them anymore. Uh, you don't wear. I wear these joggers, man, just for comfort. Well, yeah, but I, I guess I, I the, the jeans that I do wear. But if you did have to the wear, they, they would side. still be on the skinnier side. But they but they're not be. the women's jeans that I wore in college. You got, I mean, yeah, we, we like we, by senior year in college, got to some places where it was basically like leggings, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but those are beginning to. There's a lot of security in that. They're beginning to expand, and and nobody, nobody at like. Our kids' school, a kid would come to school in skinny jeans right now. But, but they're not wearing, they can wear big pants, but what they're wearing are these warm ups. Yeah, they're wearing sports clothing. They're wearing warm up pants, but then they're like, have Gucci esque designs on them because, I mean, there are Gucci w- tracksuits 
that are you know, fifteen hundred dollars that then our our kids are wearing the emulated cheaper versions of those, and I'm more power to them because there's it looks like they're walking around in pajamas, but they're so comfortable. Yeah, and I I'm tempted to get in on that just because of the just the comfort zone, but. That they is ha- not why they're wearing it though. It is not, it's just cool. And it's, it's. I mean it's, it's, it's so influenced by hip hop culture, which is the, it's pop culture now. And you think about. Which was it, kind of the case in the 90s. In the 90s, yeah, I mean, well there was, th- there were different pockets, but the way that you would be inspired from a fashion standpoint was through music videos and movies. Mm-hmm. A- and music videos, that happened so much quicker that it started to dictate what you would wear. And I see what's coming back, even though, I mean, there was grunge, there was all type, I mean, there was all types of looks, but the hip hop look in the 90s is the one that's coming back so strong. You've got track suits, you've got oversized clothes like the hoodies, you've got um, name brands like, I, I don't know, I don't, I guess I thought of, I don't know if technically Champion is like a, was a hip hop brand in the 90s. I actually never thought of it that way. I don't know if it did become that. But I, but but I feel like that the way that brand. Champion is coming back now, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's oversized hoodies and bold colors, things that are very hip hop 90s. And prominent logos. Prominent logos. So that's another thing that's, that's coming back is the bigger and the more obvious, more prominent that the logo is, the better. And so, I mean, like, yeah, the kids are wearing uh, sweatpants with with champion written down the side. And there was a point at which it was like, that became taboo. It was like, yeah, no, I, I don't wanna, I don't wanna advertise so boldly what it, what it is I'm wearing. It was kinda gaudy, you know? It yeah, was yeah. like, too much. Um, but you know what? I. The thing that I read, it was t- it, it mentioned Instagram culture and how that helps make sense of these real big logos. Yeah, it's like you can very quickly in a in a pic or just a, just a story moment you can understand how fashionable some you can see the logo. Yeah, I I mean I remember we were is Tommy Hilfiger coming back because I remember. Has to that was the that was the biggest brand for me when my mama would take me to Crabtree Mall. I'd look for that that tiger looking logo, and some of those would be huge. <laughs> but that's how you knew you were wearing Tommy Hilfiger because it said it. The shirts would be crazy. Yeah, they say Tommy Hilfiger all over it and stuff. But yeah, I would just wear like the polo shirt, but it would be a uh, a Tommy Hilfiger insignia on it. But then we started wearing those button ups that were like four panel button ups that looked like they took four Tommy Hilfiger shirts that had no business being worn together. They sliced them like a tic tac toe and then they repositioned them. So it's very blocky like, you remember that like you'd have plaid on your left shoulder and then you'd have like blue denim on your right shoulder and then it'd be like some green well, thing. So okay. down here. In an, okay again, and back to the the douche the douchiness. I bet of you this. that's coming back. Daniel, who helps us figure out what we're gonna wear because we don't wanna shop, uh, he suggests things and he put, there was a shirt that he put into my rotation that was a flannel shirt with denim collar. 
it, it, it was denim collar and denim pockets on a on a, like a red flannel shirt or the opposite. It was the, those two things combined, exactly what you're talking about. And I was very uncomfortable putting it on, okay? <laughs> I was like, I am not comfortable with this at all. Like, this is not my style. It's so 90s, I hate it. And I wore it on the show and let me tell you, y'all ain't ready for the 90s either because all the comments were like, don't ever wear that shirt again, Rhett. Oh, that is so heinous. But you were wearing some really bold patterns. Yeah, but that's, the bold patterns are an independent stream that is not really, bold blocky colors is very nice, but bold patterns is something that sort of can find their way into any mm -hmm. particular trend. But yeah, I like to take some risks when it comes to patterns. I in colors too. I like I don't have like a color palette that I'm like I know you have certain things you don't colors you don't want to wear. I don't necessarily have that. So I I took that chance but then everybody hated it. And then when we were kind of going through and thinning out uh the wardrobe, yeah, I put that in the thin out pile and then the next thing you know, Jenna is walking around here wearing it. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. I almost was like, you didn't ask me. But I did throw it away, so. What? I didn't throw it away. I, it, no, it, it was I, understood that whoever would wanted to wear it could wear it now. Yeah, we put out a general slack that said, there's a pile of clothes if you want any of right. it, take it. She so liked that. We actually did say, you should take it and wear it. Mm -hmm. I've, I've seen a number of my shirts that I culled walking around this office now and I made up my mind Contrary to my overwhelming desire as Link to point these things out and have an awkward conversation about the shirt that you're wearing that was mine, I made it. I was like, Link, don't do it. Don't be Link. Good. You these should are, say that more often. <laughs> these are these are these are employees. These are teammates. Don't be Link in this situation. So I'm not I'm not going to acknowledge that anybody's wearing a shirt that used to be mine. I can't say. That in a like a professional like counselor capacity, I would say, you know what, your new motto should be "Don't be Link," because I think that it should probably be "Be all the Link that you can be." There it's, are there there seems to be a lot of wisdom in that "Don't be Link" motto. <laughs> Come on, as it just, as it relates to people wearing clothes um, that I that I threw yeah, on the floor. Okay, but I feel a sense of regret about giving that shirt away because. Well, you I, I wasn't ready. The audience take wasn't ready. Take it back. But I just, I'm gonna. I'm right go now. Go out there and she's not wearing it. I bet you can just find it. Go to her house. Go through all her drawers and find it. I'm not gonna be Link. That's the thing you gotta understand. <laughs> um, but before we go through the, the, these these different trends that may or may not be coming back, I I do honestly feel like. My approach has been, okay, there's this train, there's a train, of tr the trend train, and it's going by. And I have felt this, not just because we're in the business of being in front of people all the time, but also just a, a, a sense of pride and just wanting to seem cool. I have, Relevant. I, I have, in my life, I have tried to be sensitive to the trends and kind of, uh, is what I'm wearing cool and trendy? Uh, you but, wanna be informed by the trends but not hopelessly cloying to seem too legit to quit. But I just, I wanna ask the question, is there a point at which you quit trying to run along the, beside the train? Is I, it? No, I'm too legit. I've actually, I've just, actually. Hold I've, on, I've, but, but it, it, ha, it has to happen. 
You're saying I you're put gonna a be, lot of thought into this you're gonna lately. Be Eighty years old, and you're still going to be like trying to be trendy. Are you going to like? I think at some point you calcify, and you sort of you're on the train, and you jump out with whatever you've got in your hands at the time, and you live the rest of your life with that. Jeff Goldblum, whatever you had, has not calcified. He has identified with his inner self. He is on and a new track. Fashion. He's is, on a new track. Fashion man. is an opportunity to express yourself, and if you're I, I don't wanna wear anything I don't believe in, but I wanna wear things that push me to continue to express who I am. Yeah, but Jeff and Goldblum some, would not wear that plaid and denim shirt. No, but he wouldn't calcify and not make any new choices. He's on a new track, okay. is what I'm saying. It's a All different, right. it's a different yeah, but, train for old people. But that's not. I, I, cool old people. That's all I'm saying. I don't think it's the same trend with, if you're on a train that's got a bunch of young people on it and you're the really old guy, eventually, I mean some people can do that but eventually they're like, all right, dude, get on the old people train. It's, it's interesting, all right, because filter that through what I've decided. Okay. Because I actually think by not changing, it, I have made a, I had a bigger problem. So I- By not changing. I, I have decided. What do you mean by two, not changing? A few weeks ago I decided that I was going to change my fashion sense. I was gonna change a, a key part of my wardrobe. We didn't talk about this. I decided that I was going to get rid of the graphic t-shirts. Well, oh. I, should, I should say a certain subset of those. The logo slash pop culture t-shirts, I'm done with it. I'm done with the t-shirts that are cute and that say something neat just it, that people will just comment online I'll say it again a pop culture reference or something that's cute give me an example of one of your shirts that you that people would recognize that you're no longer wearing uh I made a big pile of them and I, I got rid of them and you can see people wearing them around the office <laughs> no um well some are just like jokes like there was one that was like it had a boy on it and he was exploding something and it said something about science. You actually wore that on the show at some point? And it was, I think I, I wore it once, I didn't love the colors of it so I didn't wear it that much. Mm. But then um, um, there was one that had like Mario Brothers on it, even Star Wars. Mm. Like I don't wanna wear properties like that. Now bands are different, I'll wear a band and I'll wear something that's artistic, like a like a cool design that might be repurposed from something else or it may be have designed specifically for the t-shirt. But I'm not gonna wear um, just a pop culture reference. Oh, look at that, it's um. And what is, and, and it, it's Han Solo. And what was the reason? Does that have to do with the 90s? I just think, first of all, I knew that you just can't keep wearing the same things. I also thought, in a way similar to me changing my hairstyle years ago was that it just kind it just seemed kind of boyish and cute. And I was kind of I was kind of I got kind of over it. Hmm. Um so I I think that's what went into it. Uh, an assumption that my fashion was going to evolve and I had a realization that that should have happened maybe a year or two earlier. You see you know, it's if you ever, you see like some some old guys, like an old hippie guy who's wearing like a Zeppelin T-shirt, and you know he's wearing that shirt because he was he wore it 
since he was a Zeppelin fan mm. or potentially a roadie. He kind of looks like an old washed up Zeppelin roadie. Okay. I love him to death. Um, but you can just tell he's wearing the, he hasn't evolved. Like, I just want to continue to express myself. And I think it's, even though I hate shopping, I like expressing myself. I like knowing that I might change my hairstyle again or I might change what I wear. You know, it's, I completely, fun. it's fun. I So I completely agree with you. So I actually like, I, a, I would wear a Zeppelin t-shirt now because I really like Zeppelin. And it's a band. <laughs> but I don't want, and it's a band. But I wouldn't wanna wear it for, you know, for 30 years straight. Well, I think when, I, so I don't think we're, I, I'm saying something different, but not. Yeah, you are. Not, it's not contradictory. No. It's, I think it's unrelated to what you're saying. So I'm saying I still but, want to, I use the term calcify in jest. I, I, I'm not saying that I want to, first of all, I believe that that is the wrong move, right? So to, to go with this train analogy, I feel like the thing that most people do is they get to a certain point, if they've tried to keep up with the trends, they get to a certain point, then they realize I'm too old for this, I've lost, I've lost that sixth sense that I need to be able to just naturally do this and I feel like I'm trying too hard, I'm out. And you take all the clothes that you currently have and you jump out of the train and you hit some rocks and you stand up and you live the rest of your life with these clothes, you're and, calcified. I'm and not. You're pro and, and those people are t probably totally fine and but, we're not judging those but people. But I am not a proponent But we're not that. those people. I'm not talking about calcification, I am talking about continued innovation, just like you're talking about, but I'm saying that at some point, I got to get off of the train and, and, and I'm not, I don't want to necessarily come downstairs and I look like my 14 year old. I don't wanna come downstairs and I look like <laughs> I'm about to play an NBA basketball game and I'm actually just going to Walmart. Do you know what I'm saying? What do you got under that warm up? Just underwear. <laughs> you know, I don't wanna be that guy. Right, if you and, have to wear a, a uniform under your warm up. Right. You're exactly right. And, and Is so, that what you're saying? Yeah, I, but if my son wants to wear something that looks like a warm up and he's just wearing it because it's cool, I, I'm, that's I'm not, great. I'm not saying, I agree with that. I don't wanna walk downstairs and look just like Lincoln, but I, I wanna be informed by, I can be informed by what's trendy and then land on what I'm fine with, which incidentally means that I still have sleeves and no hood. Yeah, okay. Here's another way to say it. You don't want to look is, like you're on a train chasing the current train. Yeah. So tight hoodie apparently is like the caboose of the train. And you gotta let the caboose, the caboose <laughs> and all the people in the caboose go. Don't be one of those people. So I, if I'm gonna wear a hoodie, it needs to look like the kind of hoodie that's in style, not a hoodie that was in style 10 years ago. You're gonna start, but I'm, but I'm not gonna start wearing Jinkos. Like Jinkos haven't come back and I had some Jinkos. Now, you're huge you're, you're denim yeah. pants. Giant. Smokestack pants that like, you know, multiple loved ones could crawl up in one leg of your pant and hide. Now, you know? incidentally, this year, 2018, they finally went out of business. What? I was reading about this. At just the moment when they're about to come back? Yeah. They could have just oh, held on. In fact, they could have been weeks away. Uh, the article that I read said that they had spent the last fifteen years not being profitable every single year. Oh, really? Yeah, of course. And so there were that much denim, and that here, nobody's and buying. Look, here's the thing: about, each pa each pair of pants you use to make a jinko could 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 
I mean, could could clothe a, a town. Here's what a, a Jinko. In regular gap size jeans. Here's what a Jinko exec uh, told someone <laughs> who was this? interviewing okay. him. Eventually, you can only make pants so wide. <laughs> <laughs> that became our Achilles heel. They admitted it. They went as big as they could and then they reached the end. I mean, it looked like you were wearing a skirt and listening to corn with a K yeah. or with a C. By this point, either one goes. Just pick up a piece of corn. Use it like a telephone. So I'm not gonna wear, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna wear Jinkos because even the joggers, like the fact that they give me this uh, room in the, not at the ankle. I actually hate the fact that there's no room at the ankle. You try to get them off, try to get them off your legs and then they get stuck at the ankle. Yeah. I've pulled a muscle trying to get my joggers off. Yeah, I, the joggers are incredibly incredibly comfortable and they're, I, they're probably gonna be out of style if they're not already. Yeah. I don't know. The, re, the only reason I don't wear them is because I can't find, they're supposed to bunch up at the bottom and that's part of it. They don't bunch up at the bottom because I'm too, too big. They look like capris. They look like big crotched capris. Hopefully they'll come back in. Pleats, pleats are gonna come back. They're probably already in. There's probably, there's probably like famous people wearing pleated suits right now. Go through the list, man, because I wanna see what, I mean, what should come back, what shouldn't in our, in our chasing, non-chasing the train opinion. Okay, well Jinko jeans was the first thing on, oh. on the list. Um, I, I, no, I, I have, other than the comfort factor, which it, it, at some point they, they weren't comfortable anymore. They were, it was just too much fabric and it was like a workout just carrying it around. And in the rain, oh good God, it would be like, they would soak up so much rain. And they're out of business anyway. You couldn't even see that you had on shoes. Like I had Jinkos that would co cover the front, the, the front toe of my shoe. Yeah, it's like why, yeah, why have any, and then it would you need get caught. pride in your shoes. I would literally step not only on the back of the Jinkos, but I would step on the front of them. And you're walking to class, this is college, and like tripping over your britches. I bet you it was the shoe lobby that got that made Jinko go under. Right. They were like, they're just covering us up. You know, track the money. Cross colors. Cross colors is no, very, I never wore it. Is very, this is a 90s hip hop thing, very blocky patterns, bold colors. Um, again, I think going from 30 to 20 in terms of like the cycle of things, fashion repeating, I have to think that the internet has accelerated this along with every single thing else because you don't just look at the music videos, which you still do, but you look at every, you look at their Instagram. You look at what they're wearing today and then a week from now, you can track a trend so much quicker. I think, by the way, that's why things are coming back so much quicker. So you don't have to just watch In Living Color to start to get an aesthetic for talking your mom into buying a cross color shirt for you. Well, without a doubt, this is, this basically clothing that is informed by hip hop is gonna come back, is, is coming back and, you know, I was talking to, to Locke about, because, uh, you know, he listens to um, Juice World. A lot of rap. And he also supplements it with some other things. Uh, he listens to some stuff that we listen to like as a family, whether that be like Jason Isbell or Sturgill Simpson. Uh, like sometimes we'll go and do like, Jesse will start playing like 90s 
indie rock kind of stuff. And but I was asking him, I was like, what do your what do your friends listen to? He's like rap. He's like everyone. Oh yeah, they're all. Everyone is listening. Oh yeah, to rap, and like almost exclusively. And uh, there's absolutely no doubt that that's it's just going to continue to, it's going to continue to influence their fashion. But if you listen to the first, I actually don't. Who, is it Haim or Haim? How do you say their name? Haim. Haim. I've listened to them. I know what they sound like. I like them, but I don't know how to say their name. I told I, I told Christy, I was like, listen to the listen to the the ubiquitous Wilson Phillips album, and then back to back listen to that Haim album, not the the one the I think the current one, maybe it was the previous one, maybe both. It's the same thing, exactly. It's amazing and it's awesome. Hmm. I had we, not listened to them. We, we put on a. Uh, Wilson Phillips radio, you know, you can say just play anything that's like of that genre. Man, we brought up some things that we never thought we'd listen to again. But it's coming back, man. Even the Bruno Mars album, like the whole B side of that is. It's like Belle Bib DeVoe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I played it for you that day. I was like, I can't believe this, listen to it. It's like poison, poison. I mean, and I, uh, I mean the drum machines and the melodies and everything, and he made a bold choice. And I thought it was, I, I thought it was too much. I poo pooed it. He's winning all these Grammys. Of course, who gives Grammys? Bunch of old farts. So mm. yeah, let's got, move on. To Bucket hats. Bucket hats. You're talking about like a like fisherman a f- hat. Uh, yeah, yeah hip hop. Like uh, EPMD. EP, yeah, EPMD wore those all the time. Um. They're kind of like Jinko. They they had to stop making albums when they didn't have any more business puns. Well, I can tell you. Look back at EPMD album titles and they're all about business. And then they just ran out and said, well, no more business puns. We can't make any more music. I'm very particular about hats uh, and what hats I'm willing to wear. I, mean, I don't necessarily have a hat face. Um, I don't think I, the, I don't think the bucket hat is gonna do anything for me. So for that me would personally. Be a, again, that's that's way out of our league. We just can't roll up in a party and wearing bucket hats Ravers and not get laughed at. Reebok pumps. I had a pair of these. Alex got a pair of Reebok pumps two years ago. He was sporting them around here and first time I saw him I laughed, second time I saw him I talked about him, third time I liked him. Takes three times, Takes you gotta be exposed to pumps like, three okay, times to okay. like them. And it's like, mm, okay, okay, he's doing it. Did you ever have a pair? No. Have you, you've never felt the pump? Never felt the pump. You've never experienced the I've pump, pumped pumping your own feet up? I've pumped other people's feet just out of curiosity. I can't believe that you've never felt the pump on your own foot. Well, I mean, it is one of the best feelings I had in the 90s. So do you want these, to, you, you'll wear these. I, I gotta tell you. Till then baby, do you wanna turn them out and let you cry? They, they, you know, had, they had two kinds of pumps. They had the cheaper pumps, which just had the tongues that would pump up, yeah. and then the more expensive pumps, somehow they got the air into the back of the shoe as well. Bladder system. So you felt, be, you it's like being pumped from all sides. So you're saying yes to this one. I can see you wearing pumps. You should, hey, find out what size Alex you know wears. What? You wear Jordans. I can't wear Jordans because that's what you do. It, it's can, not, can I get in on the pumps? It's not 
Well, I, you wear Vans. Well, I ain't got to ask you. I'm getting some pumps. You, here's the thing. It's not about you Maybe I'll buy Alex wearing the pumps. It's about you feeling the pump. The only thing, I'll at this point, Alex. I'm not even thinking about trends at this point. I'm just thinking about how good the pump felt and can't believe that you never felt it. Talk about shoes, flops, those like soccer flops with socks. I actually have a pair of those you Adidas. Like sambas? Adidas um, sandals where it's just the one big three stripe that goes over the top of your foot. Slides. The sli yeah. slides. It's like flops, what are you talking about? Slides, they don't flop, they slide, you're right. Um, I got a pair of those. You got one, you got a pair now? Yeah, they're white with green stripes, but, and I've worn them to Ralph's a couple of times. I always, but I do not wear them with socks. I slid right I out of them. I can't do that. I, well, I sweat too much if I don't wear socks, and then if I wear socks, I slide right out. What else you got? Crystal Pepsi, it's a beverage. That ain't coming back. I uh, think they tried that. It didn't work. Uh, overalls. I never personally owned, owned a pair. And, you know, well, I, at like three, I did. I, it's really hard for a post toddler. Guy, I never. I think had it a pair. came back for girls. My wife. I, my wife wears ha, has a pair of overalls. Yeah, and and has had a pair of. And overalls. you know what? It's great. It's fine. It's good. It's real good. Well, yeah, it's real good. What? <laughs> I wasn't trying to. Right. It's also weird if I'm like, oh yeah, it's real good. <laughs> what do you want me to say? <laughs> it's fine, you know. It's. You want to talk more about my wife's I overalls? Want, I want some overalls. That pump. So Reebok they feel pump overalls. I'm gonna miss my tight fitting jeans. I want I want pants that feel tight but then look loose. I don't know, but where where where's the pump? Where's the bladder? Everywhere. Hmm. The pumps in the strap. You don't, it, here's the thing, you don't cinch it up, you pump the strap and that's how it cinches. Reebok pump overalls, we'll bring them back. Fanny packs. Fanny packs are back. Yeah, my, you may have noticed that my son wore one. On vacation. On vacation the entire time. I, um, I mean it's tempting. It's so utilitarian. It's so functional that this is, again, when I think about the pump, I think about the feel of the pump. It should come back. When I think about the fanny pack, I think about how useful it is. And it's so much it? better. I'll tell you right now, I'll do it. it. It's gonna take me a while and it's gonna hurt, but I it has to be the right one. It can't be too, it can't be too, look at my fanny pack colored. It but has to look, you go, it, goes it has to be subtle. Over, it, it goes over the shirt, right? Like if you got a shirt that's untucked, the fanny pack, is the fanny pack on the pants or is it on the shirt? It's up to you. Waist. It's on the waist, yeah, but do you put your shirt over it? Because if you, I, if, if the shirt goes over the fanny pack, no, I'm, I'm not no, in, I'm not in. And then no. Now I got an unexplainable bulge. Right. Uh, it's a fanny pack. You know, I don't want an unexplainable bulge. I want explainable bulges. <laughs> I, I, to me, it's like what's in it. What do I need that I would, I would be happy to have on me? Your phone. You, you put here's the thing about a, putting mint, a phone in a fanny pack. Mints, you know, you know, keys, like, you don't, you get, don't, you don't phone. get the uh, the ghost, the ghost buzz anymore. You don't actually sit on it and mess your back up. But I want my, I mean, they, there's also like a hiking contingent that try that kind of brought back the fanny pack for their purposes, maybe five years ago, yeah, maybe the hiking more. Hiking contingency and their purposes. So I might, there might, for, I might get like more of like a a granola fanny pack. Um, I don't think so though. That's we should, cool. Maybe, maybe we, we should sell a fanny pack. We should look into that. Uh, we already talked about uh, cross colors, but 
we've got Champion, Fila, Tommy Hilfiger, Louis Vuitton, Gucci, just clothing brands that were hip hop uh, sort of inspired and are back because of hip hop. They're already back. We, we can't even have a say in this, but I don't think Again, it's what was hip culture is now mainstream, hip hop culture is now mainstream culture. So when we were kids, I really liked hip hop, but I couldn't dress like a rapper. I mean. Yeah, I didn't but, get on that train in the 90s and I don't think I'm gonna get on it now. But our kids can dress close to what rappers dress like because it's just, that's just culture. And I think that, I think that's a, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, definitely. But I don't think I'm gonna go there in terms of, it, it, I, you know, I, I feel like it's gonna look like I'm trying too hard if I do that. Well, if you're wearing these name if brands. I have, if it, I have a Gucci uh, tracksuit, even if I have a knockoff Gucci tracksuit. No, Dick, I'm not gonna do that. Um, something that we did take part in, especially you, Umbros and Kappa. Soccer shorts. I was a soccer man, so I wore the soccer shorts. And, um, and not, so and not just for practice. I mean, it. I, and I'm assuming this was ubiquitous around the country, but people wore umbros to school. It was like, I'm wearing umbros to school today. Yeah. I'm wearing these things that I could be ready to play soccer at any point, but I'm just doing math. And they were short and wide. And at Bowie's Creek Elementary School, which went up to eighth grade for us, this the teachers called us all into like a, a a student-wide meeting and they had an orientation where they said, boys, if you're gonna wear these umbros, you need to, you don't need to let your junk flop around. You don't need to wear boxers and umbros together. Because literally teachers were saying that they were catching glimpses of stuff through the open legs of umbros that they didn't, they didn't get paid enough to see. Right, they're sitting there it was trying to teach us the counties of North Carolina and then they got a couple of 13 year old balls hanging out. Yeah, close your legs, that, son. That'll, that'll, that'll distract you but from that, Pasqua Tank. That was an awkward uh, school assembly. Uh, yeah, and I didn't I, I didn't wear umbros because I was 11 feet tall. You know, it's like at some point you just, I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go with that trend. Remember the other school assembly where they had to address the fact that guys were going around and hitting each other in the balls? And Mr. Futural had to like explain anatomically how bad it was to hit someone unsuspectingly in the balls. Boy, middle school, man. I didn't take part in that trend. Um, circle glasses. Now, I, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna take part in this. I don't wear glasses, but your glasses have evolved over the years. Would you evolve them into just straight up circles? We talking like? Like John Lennon. Like well, but like people in the seventies. Yeah, I know, but but like Dwayne it, Wayne it, yeah, without 70s, the flip ups. Snow, the rapper Snow. In pharma, no, no, I mean, colored too. Yeah, they were they were colored a little bit. I mean, it'll happen. It's sunglasses are, are you the thing. on board for it? Sunglasses change so much that and it so quickly that people just buy them and buy them. So I actually think that's a way that. It's an easy way for people to feel like they're doing something cool. Like normal people who've left the train and calcified as you say, they still try to buy cool sunglasses. That, sunglasses are always gonna change and, you're, and it's and, gonna happen. And when was the last time you went sunglass shopping and thought everything's basically the same now? It's some version of um, 
Ray Bans. What do you call what you have on right now? What's the style of glasses? That like go, like the fifties style. They're style like that go out at the at the. It's either aviators or or, or those horn rim. Horn rim, like a horn rim. It, it, and it's some version of that. So the circle is just sitting there waiting, and triangles too. Triangles are coming coming back. Um, okay, some entertainment. Uh, Double Dare is back. Double Dare is back. I mean, uh, they got Mark Summer still doing it. I'm told, but and Liza Koshy. When Liza Koshy was in here, we asked her about it. I have not watched it, but I'm sure she's great. And um, more power to him. I'm glad it's back. But you haven't watched it, so you can't. I mean, we can't really evaluate it, but we know we like Liza. So, f- something I have watched, Full House, and now Fuller House, and I think, in, I heard you saying this earlier, uh, and I don't know if they talked about it or if it's just independent. M- my kids, especially Shepard, he watches old Full House reruns. Oh, really? All the time, and he started watching Fuller House Lando, just by himself. Lando watches Fuller House by himself. He has no clue what's going How on. How did he find it? Like, what do you think? Um, I think I think Lily actually had watched some of it because Christy said, "Lily, I want to show you this. I watched this as a kid, so it was like a cross generational thing, which is what they're after." But then Lando just kind of started liking it, and mm-hmm. then he's watch it, He watches it on his own. Well, this is actually opens up a bigger conversation about multicam comedies. So, multi oh, multicam comedies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're dying the death that they deserved to die, in my opinion. But they did just like Jinko jeans. They died, and now they're and now they can't come back. Multicam actually continued through, and uh, because they because they made it just under the wire, there's a resurgence in that that's that's coming back. I mean, I. I mean, there's I, there's the couple that Netflix is actually producing multicam comedies, and I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if like YouTube Premium all of a sudden comes out with a multicam comedy Mm-mm. because our kids are watching them. I, I mean, my ten year old son, your eight year old son, was in there by themselves. It's simple, it's uncompelled thea- it's watching. But when we the '90s jam for us, I was not obsessed with anything in the world of comedy more than Seinfeld. Oh yeah, I mean, and with Curb, your enthusiasm coming back, it's, hey, it's basically a, a version of it has come back. Such a unique show that I'm so glad that it worked at a time when I don't think it made sense for it to work. Yeah, it, but. It kind of restored my faith in humanity. But aesthetic. That, that show was like the most successful uh, sitcom. But aesthetically, it's nothing like Seinfeld. Humor-wise, no. it's exactly like it. Aesthetically, it's a single cam. Im- it's well, and it's it's improved, a lot of times. But yeah, I don't know. I I just I can't do the multicam thing. I've tried. Um, thin eyebrows. So <laughs> uh, the only reason we're talking about this is because Rihanna was just on the cover of what was it? Vogue. Vogue. Um, the fashion issue. You know how I feel about Rihanna. I've made that very clear. Quantify it though. Um. Well, I just have a, you know, I have a, I have a soft spot for her, if you want to call it that. And uh, I'd call it the opposite. Yeah, I was gonna say hard spot, but then it just. Hmm. Um. Anyway, I really like Rihanna, 
And uh, I I think she's very attractive. Okay, well, okay. I, really, I, really I know I ask you to. I quantify. mean, not that that's the first thing I think about when I when I think about Rihanna. I think about her amazing body of work, <laughs> and um, that's really the thing that that's the, really the thing that I that I'm thinking about. Her body of work. Anyway, on the cover of Vogue, she's got puny brows, as we called them. The yeah. the the thin pencil painted on eyebrows. I mean, they removed. Basically all of her eyebrows. I can't believe you did it, Riri. I really can't. Um, I mean, she still looks good, I, but big not eyebrows. As good as she could. Never came all the way back. Remember that? Just a few years ago, it was like the big eyebrows are coming back. When you when I look back and I at love the it. pictures of our wives during that phase, when it just got down to like, it wasn't even an eyebrow anymore. It was just a hint of an eyebrow. It was. There was an eyebrow here at one point. Just want you to know where it was. Mm -hmm. It's in this general region where now I have a line. And there's it many, looks horrible. There's many people who got rid of everything and then tattooed the line. But I guess that's kind of genius because then you could just let your hair grow over it. And now that it's coming back, it's like yes. And then you just I'm back. Yeah, but a lot of people put the tattoo the line in a different place from where the hair was. <laughs> Are you serious? To get a, to get a constantly surprised look. <laughs> So then, if you if you to grow them back, the face. If you grow them back. You've got double eyebrows. You don't. Nobody well, wants I'd double. Buy, it's like I'd, an eyebrow echo. I buy a ticket to that. <laughs> you don't want. You don't want that. So I really hope those don't come back. Eyebrow brow. Um, hair highlights on dudes. So we're talking about bleaching the hair, letting it grow out, frosted tips. Talking some in sync action. You know you're gonna have highlights in the next. I'd say I give I give you six, well, I, six years. You I kind of think I already have a form of no natural you, highlights. You're gonna, my friend, you're gonna you're gonna do something. I I am a trendsetter. You're gonna do something intentional. Um, no, uh, for for my I'm I'm I don't know what the ratio of gray to silver to um, dark dark brown. My hair is going to continue to evolve, but. Um, I'm glad I made the choice and I'm sticking with that, man. Okay, well here's something that, that I think there's a much better chance that you will legitimately do. Goatee. You had one before. Oh yeah. It'd be so easy for you to have one again. I just feel like, I feel like it's kind of, it's like, it's like a white zombie thing. If, okay. I, if I had a goatee now, it would, it would be salt and pepper and it would be really long like a demon. And I would feel like I feel like uh, I'd be more human than human. Oh, think okay, think about it. I'm I'm gonna pitch you on growing a goatee, okay? And I want you to really listen to me. I want you to take this completely seriously. I'm not doing this for entertainment purposes. I want you to grow a goatee in your own time, but not too far into the future. Here's why. Think about the mustache, right? Okay, so the mustache was something that signified it signifies the eighties and everyone who has grown a mustache in Los Angeles and elsewhere over the past 10 years has done it 100% ironically, yeah. right? Like yeah. anybody who's done it in this town has done it ironically. And now there are people who just wear a mustache and we think that they're cool. But the goatee is is still too recent in our memory as something that's uncool and like says like, 90s youth pastor that nobody wants to actually have one, mm -hmm. but the next person to grow a goatee, oh, ironically, yeah. and it's gonna be like, like if, if you grow a goatee and every other part of you is cool, 
but you got a goatee, so all the signals, that's how you know somebody with a mustache is doing it ironically. Yeah. All the signals from everywhere else, shoes all the way to the hair, are signaling this person understands and is making specific intentional fashion choices. That's a cool person, that's a cool, you, but, but you he, could be the first, you could be the first d- to bring the goatee back. Do you have to also be 24? I don't think so. You grow a goatee with that haircut, with this half-cut sweatshirt. <laughs> and I'm not talking Mr. Were you laughing or crying I'm there? not talking, I'm not talking a long one. I'm talking about as youth pastor as you could possibly do I it. Could, I could do that in four days. I know, you have nothing to lose, man. Oh gosh. My love life is one thing I have to lose. I'm just pitching you on the goatee. I don't feel like the goatee goes with this ensemble. I don't feel like I'm choosing enough, I'm not making enough bold choices with everything else in order to. Okay, the sweatshirt helps, sweatshirt helps. Um, Okay. It'd be a lot warmer around my mouth. The the last thing I'll say is that I feel like we're in this very, maybe I'm not speaking for you because you seem like you kind of know exactly what you want to do. I I, I feel torn (laughs) and I feel like the 90s seem uncool to me. I don't think that they were a distinctive period where like cool things were accomplished in fashion. And so every single thing that's coming back, with the exception of things that will just be more comfortable because they're baggier, I'm not excited about what I'm going to look like. And I feel like sooner rather than later, I'm gonna have to make the choice and my pulling the lever, changing tracks, and getting on Jeff Goldblum's, going to Jeff Goldblum town. Uh, should I wait until I'm 50 or should I just, should I start going there now? I, I don't know, I am really torn because I feel like I'm choosing between baggy blocked colored clothes or some sort of cool old man clothes. And I don't like either one of my choices to be completely honest with you. I'd like to stick with tight hoodies and skinny jeans, but I know I can't do it because it's already passed. I'm I'm open to inventing a look. Like we were a band, like a two person band that um, was of an alternative genre. And then I just wanna make sure it's comfortable. I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna have to wear multiple pieces like an ensemble. So I'm I'm game for this and the goatee. You got me. <laughs> I don't want to just right. wear like a fourteen-piece suit and a top hat every day, though. I mean, those harem pants Who that, said that, that I bought. Happen. We've talked about this before. This is in this is like a ear biscuit. Earlier on, we were talking about how at that time, it's interesting to compare because we we had a very similar conversation. I'm interested in how we've changed in the year or so since we talked about it. Cause you're talking about, at the time you were talking about shaving your head and growing a big old beard and having baggy clothes. Yeah, that's what that's what my, I want to do in my heart. You look like a guru, remember that? We were talking about that. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm just fighting, now we got a little bit more fight in us. We got some fashion fight in us. Okay, next time you see us, Link will have a goatee. I'll be dressing like Jeff Goldblum. Uh, everything's gonna be great and uh, we will be here again. Continue, continue to 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 uh, let us know what you think we should be watching on YouTube, uh, because we are going to let you know what we watched and what we think is good. 
for part two of that. And let's keep this conversation going using hashtag Ear Biscuits. Thanks for hanging out with us. Which fashion train should we be on?